season two of the JKR podcast powered by Black Cobra Sports. My name is Jay Shriglin and I'm the host. Let's dig into today's episode after a word from our sponsor. the jkr podcast today we have virginia native artillery utility player and 2025 west virginia commit we got mason bull on the jkr podcast for the artillery baseball series powered by hit rx mason super pumped to get you on the show man i believe you might have the coolest last name that i've had on the jkr podcast so far how are you doing today doing great thanks for having me hey of course man so you know like I got introduced to Ajay. It's Ajay, correct? That's how I pronounce it? Yep, yep. You got introduced to him, you know, about three weeks ago, and I was like, hey, let's do an artillery series. I know Ajay's been doing some big things, has you guys in that class of 2025, that number one team in the country. Um, I want to dig into that one, dig into your career as well. But before we dig into your baseball career, I got one question I like to do. I like to ask everybody that gets on the JKR podcast to start out, and that is, for those who don't know you, how would you introduce yourself who exactly is Mason Bull? Um, that's a great question. Um, I like to, you know, introduce myself as um obviously a baseball player, but um like to have fun with it, you know, go out there, have a good time, win some ball games, and um have a smile on your face while you do it. All right, there we go. So digging into artillery here a little bit and travel baseball. Um, so I know you play for artillery right now. I don't know how long you played for him, but let's dig into it. Uh, just take us through your travel baseball career, you know, how you got connected with Ajay and artillery. Just take us through that a little bit. Yeah, so um, I just recently, uh, last fall, started playing with them. And, um, you know, I was decided to um, part ways with my uh, old organization and, you know, like to look high for who I want to play with. And artillery had kind of burst onto the scene. So thought might as well try and reach out, see if I can um try and play with them. And so I reached out to Ajay, connected with him some, and ended up playing the tournament, had a great time, and Ajay wanted me to keep playing. So kind of came from there. Okay. So just now joining Artillery, you don't have to tell me the travel ball organization, but what are some of those differences that you've seen, you know, playing one tournament with Artillery last fall compared to the other travel baseball team that you played with in the past? Um, You know, I really – think the the difference is they kind of welcome they welcome everybody in you know they um it's it's a it's a family and there's no really outsiders just everyone's included everyone's here to um win win some ball games and have fun you know all right so you talk about how artillery has bursted onto the scene which from my point of view and you know i've followed travel baseball now for the past year and a half and I feel like, you know, like, I mean, you you hit it spot on when you say that. Like, artillery has gone from, you know, a team that maybe not many people have known to being number one in that 2025 class. So, with you being an insider now for, you know, one tournament, you know, maybe building that relationship with Ajay and the coaching staff, what do you think has led to that success of the artillery program? Um, Obviously, Ajay does a great job bringing in the best talent in the in the country. But more, more to that, I think they – um they play as a family, you know, it's not, it's not like everybody's playing for themselves out there. It's we're all trying to go win this game as a team, not individually. Okay. So take us through that first tournament that you had with artillery. You said it was last fall. So I'm assuming it was Jupiter maybe. 
Uh, take take us through what that first tournament was like with artillery, maybe some of those relationships that you've built with some of your artillery teammates already. Yeah, so it was um, actually I got to go down to the PBR championship in the fall with them. And um, it was my first time meeting everybody. And everyone was super welcoming. Um, teammates were all excited for me to be there. And we actually did end up winning the tournament, which was awesome. So good first experience all around. I'm sure. So we talk about relationships, you know, with you playing only one tournament so far with artillery, what is that relationship like with Ajay? I know Ajay has, you know, other coaches on his coaching staff. So what are some of those relationships you have with Ajay and some of the other guys within the artillery organization? Um, I think they do a great job of staying connected throughout the off season and making sure we're doing good, you know, doing what we needed, what we need to be doing throughout our off season to continue to get better. And, just staying in contact is really, he does a great job of it. Yeah. So with them, you know, staying in contact with you in the off season, do you kind of, you know, maybe go through some certain workouts that artillery, other artillery players do, or in the off season, are you still doing your own type of training? Um, I think most of us are still doing uh, probably more individualized training, but we're definitely talking about some of the things we're doing and, um, you know, making sure everyone's, everyone's progressing. Yeah. So as you as you head into, you know, your first summer, first full summer with artillery, I'll say, you know, you guys going into the season, like I've mentioned, the number one team in your class. Uh, just what are you looking forward to most of spending this summer, you know, with this artillery team, with all these, you know, top tier power five commits like yourself? Just what are you looking forward to this summer with artillery? You know, really looking forward to just going out there and competing, hopefully playing against some of the best teams in the country and getting that experience in the in the spotlight of the number one team in the country. Yeah. So do you guys know what your schedule is going to be so far um, for this summer, or has that not come out yet? Um, I'm not completely sure if it's fully out yet. I think we have an idea of some of the tournaments we'll be doing, um, but yeah. Okay. So at this point, you know, I'm sure Ajay still has a bunch of plans on adding people these next couple of months before the se summer ball season gets rolling. But at this point, you know, with the current teammates that you have, how do you think this artillery lineup is going to shake out? Like, do you know how many how many ball players do you know you're who you're going to be your teammates this summer? Um, you know, uh, Ajay does a good job of finding some good players. I know we've got a pretty solid lineup right now that know a couple of them and I know we're all going to go out there and do a great job and he might add some more people that'll uh, add on to that okay so you know as you're looking into the past you know you've played travel now for a while I'm assuming playing for the other travel organization just looking back into your career at this point you know what are some of those just you know two to three favorite baseball favorite memories that you've had playing travel baseball you know whether that's on the baseball field maybe you know going down to Atlanta be hanging out with some teammates in the hotel room whatever it happens to be what are a couple of those just favorite memories that you have playing travel baseball? I think you definitely got to go back to uh, the beginning at like Cooperstown. Um, definitely one of the the better memories and the start of the travel ball journey. Um, also this past summer, getting to go to tournaments like the WWA and seeing all, all kinds of people, um, getting to see old teammates that I used to know, um, it's just great stuff like that. Okay. So, you know, as I scroll through your Instagram, you know, doing a little bit of research before we get this interview rolling, I saw that you had played at the USA Baseball Training Complex. So take us through, you know, maybe what that tournament was, what exactly you were doing there. I'm assuming that was in Cary, North Carolina, what that experience was like um, just overall. Yeah. So I got to play in the um, the team tournament at Cary, the 15U National Championship. 
this past summer, and it was really great. Um, it's an invite t- uh, tournament, so we got to play, you know, the best of the best. Um, really got to see some some top arms and see some really great hitters, and it was just a great chance to go out there and compete against the best players in the country. Yeah, I'm sure. So, you know, you've got two travel baseball seasons left, you know, this year with artillery and then, you know, your senior year where, you know, all the fun stuff begins to happen. What are you looking forward to most? I know you mentioned you know, what you're looking forward to most for this summer, but just overall, these next couple summers, you know, trying to build your stock as much as possible, you know, play as much baseball as possible. Just what are you looking forward to most here for the 2023 summer and that 2024 summer as well? Definitely continuing to um, improve my stock as a player, continue to get better and build relationships with all these guys. Um, you know, just just want to have fun for sure. I'm sure. So, you know, going to that USA tournament in the past last year with whatever travel organization that was, I'm assuming that there was a bunch of, you know, other Power 5 commits like yourself on that team. You're playing with a bunch of Power 5 commits when you're with artillery. When you're around guys like that who are around your same caliber – what are some different ways that, you know, you maybe go about, you know, watching them, watching them train or picking their brain? Uh, what are some different takeaways that you have playing with guys your caliber who are all going to power five schools? Um, It's really great because we can all feed off each other and, you know, ask each other questions and stuff like that. Because we're all, like you said, at the same caliber and we're all just trying to get better. So it's really great being with guys like that, that know what they're doing and know what they want to keep doing with baseball. Yeah. So obviously with artillery, you know, you're constantly traveling to, you know, East Cobb, Lake Point, you know, going to Cary. I'm sure you're going to Hoover as well, Florida, you know, wherever it happens to be. Um, What has been that favorite baseball facility that you have played at so far in your baseball career? That's a good question. Um, I really I really did enjoy Cary. I think their fields there are fantastic. Um, You know, just the whole atmosphere of all the best of the best being there, tons of college coaches, stuff like that. Just a great atmosphere. Okay. So beyond that, you know, the big time tournaments where everyone goes, you know, WWBA, Lake Point, like the what I've already mentioned. Um, beyond that, you know, let's say, you know, you guys decide to, you know, stay maybe up northeast. Where are some what are some different tournaments or maybe some other venues up there northeast towards Virginia um that you guys are playing at quite a bit when you're not traveling down south to play in Atlanta, Florida, wherever it happens to be. Um, there's a couple neat fields. There's, um, the Fred Nats stadium, which is pretty close to me that I really enjoy playing at. It's the, uh, nationals minor league organizations, baseball field. It's a really great field. Um, tons of, there's a bunch of tournaments that I've played at that field. So it's great. All right. So, you know, let's transition a little bit to high school baseball. So you're playing, you know, you're going heading into your sophomore season. Like you said, you've got tryouts coming up. What, let's see. And five days from now on February 20th, just take us through, you know, what your freshman season was like there, you know, and then, you know, heading into this year as a sophomore, kind of what the outlook is there for your high school team. So we're actually in a pretty competitive um, conference and we play some really good teams. And last year was probably not our best year, but um, fresh start this year, really excited to get into it and co-compete. And I think we'll be we'll be pretty solid this year. So you talk about how that competition level, you know, is pretty, pretty big in your region. What is that competition level like? So last year as a freshman, who were some of those big time, you know, potentially other power five commit signees that you were playing some of those top teams in your area? What does that competition level look like in your part of Virginia? So, you know, since I'm from Virginia, there's a lot of Virginia Tech, UVA guys. I actually got to compete against Griffin Steeg last year, 
who was a big draft name um, in the Virginia area, ended up uh, going to Virginia Tech, really great pitcher. Um, people like that who are just going to play baseball at the next level for sure, who are just really good. Yeah. So for you, you know, being, a, you know, you're still a sophomore. So, you know, there's still guys who are two years older than you on that baseball team that you're playing on. But as a power five commit, do you maybe see yourself, you know, maybe a leader in that locker room? Or do you still think, you know, you maybe got a year or two before, you know, you develop into that leader in that locker room? Absolutely. Um, I think the seniors for sure have their their role as leaders, but I definitely think I can play a part in that too. Just continuing to make try and get people to do their their best and myself as well. Okay. So, you know, last year, um, you know, you had your freshman year playing, uh, playing, I'm assuming it was varsity baseball last year, correct, as a freshman? Yes, sir. Okay. So, you know, last year, looking at that competition level you faced, being a 15-year-old facing, you know, 17, 18-year-olds, you know, assuming, you know, going to college that next year, you know, guys who are quite a few years older than you, what is tougher? When you're facing guys who, you know, are three years older than you in maturity, or when you're facing you know, your top tier talent of your age group in travel baseball, you know, what, what is that comparison mindset wise and that competition level? Like what's tougher? Um, obviously both are extremely uh, difficult. Um, but I would definitely have to say when you're going up against a senior who has that experience and knows what he's doing and has been doing for so long, it's definitely a little bit different and more challenging because they just, they they have every pitch planned. They know exactly what they're doing. You know, it's it's tough out there. Yeah, I'm sure. So as we head into, you know, 2023, like I said, you know, just a couple of days away before you guys' season officially gets started, what are some of those personal goals and some of those team goals that you have, you know, in high school, but then even beyond that this summer playing for artillery, what are some of those goals you have for 2023? Um, With high school, you know, continuing to, to develop and hopefully our team can – um, pull out a district championship and go into regionals hot and try and make a run for the state title. Um, along with the summer, you know, want to just hold that number one spot. Uh, obviously, people are going to be coming for it, but I'm I'm quite confident that we can continue to do what we do. Yeah, I mean, looking at that roster, you I mean you would think that you guys would definitely, you know, somewhat, you know, be in that conversation to stay there at number one. Uh, but let's go ahead. Let's kind of transition a little bit to the recruiting process. So you're a guy from Virginia, you know, crossing state lines to go to West Virginia. I don't know how big that rivalry is between VT, Virginia, and West Virginia. Uh, but let's just go ahead. Let's dig into the recruiting process. Take us through, you know, how that got started and when that was that Division One team started reaching out to you. Um, You know, it really started um not last fall, but the, the year before fall when I got down to Florida and – performed pretty well and teams started to, to start noticing um got to talk to a couple of different colleges and then this summer I started really talking to West Virginia and just absolutely loved the coaching staff got to um just you know got to it and I ended up being able to commit it was great yeah so was there any schools that reached out before West Virginia or for the most part was West Virginia that main school that had reached out um, I did talk to a couple East Coast teams but uh, before West Virginia. Um, but, you know, West Virginia, I think they – it was probably early summer that I started talking to them, I think. So, yeah. Okay. So, you know, digging into it, you know, what were some of those initial conversations that you were having with different coaches? For the most part, that a lot of these coaches have the same strategy of going about that recruiting process on that first call? Or were there some schools that maybe had a different way of going about it than others? Um, I'd say there's a couple different strategies. Some of them 
really wanted to to talk about me and what my uh what what I wanted and then some schools decided to put their pitch out there first about you know how I should go to their school and you know all these schools are pretty pretty great pretty good talent out there um so it was just cool to experience all the different pitches out there yeah and I'm sure at this time you know what you're 14 15 years old as this recruiting process is getting rolling for you you know, what's going through your mind? I mean, you're still, you know, four years away, not even played a freshman game yet. You're still four years away from playing collegiate baseball. You know, what's going through your mind as you're talking to some of these power five college programs? Um, You know, definitely super excited, probably a little nervous going through those first couple conversations, but um, definitely excited to, you know, have that opportunity to talk to these guys because they're all super, super great baseball people and know, know what they're doing and have been doing for a while. So, you know, as you were going through this re- the recruiting process, you know, talking to some of those East Coast teams, talking to West Virginia, what were some of those key things that you were looking for, you know, amongst a coaching staff, program, university and campus? Just what were some of those key things that you were looking for? You know, I was really looking for the coaching staff to be um, really into, like, developing their players and having a good relationship with them, which I definitely find with West Virginia um that's really one of the key takeaways for me was that kind of the coaching staff so what was it you know beyond that coaching staff that relationship with the the coaching staff what exactly was it that you know stood out at West Virginia compared to maybe some of those other schools that finished second or third you know West Virginia has they love their sports man they're gonna they're gonna back you till they die and it's kind of just a great, a great atmosphere to be able to play and know that they have your support. Okay. So take me through that day where it hits you. West Virginia is the place for you. You know, maybe you're deciding between West Virginia and a couple other schools. When did it hit you that West Virginia was going to be the place that you committed to? So I got to go and um, go see it with my family, you know, the campus and things like that. And it was really on the car, um, car ride back to home where I was talking with my parents and we kind of agreed, like, this is this is really where I want to go, and this is where I want to continue playing baseball. Yeah. So, you know, you go to West Virginia, which I believe, is that is that Blacksburg, West Virginia? What town is West Virginia in? Morgantown. Morgantown. Okay, yeah, because I, I interviewed a guy a couple, like, about a year ago who went to West Virginia. I couldn't remember. Blacksburg's VT, isn't it? Yes, sir. Okay, yeah. I, I'm from Indiana, so, you know, I don't make it out to West Virginia, Virginia too often. Uh, but, you know, let's say you go to Morgantown, you know, where you were there with your family. Uh, take us through maybe some things that you were seeing, what that just the atmosphere was like on campus. Uh, what did West Virginia feel like when you were there? Um, it felt great. You know, lots of lots of energy, lots of people, just uh, lots of nice people. You know, nobody was really nobody was being snarky or anything like that. Everybody was there to help, wanted to wanted to see what wanted you to see what you wanted to see and things like that. Um, you know, the. Field, super nice. Facilities, all very nice. Stuff like that. All right. So you mentioned that, you know, the big key thing that landed you at West Virginia was that relationship with the coaching staff. But now that you've been committed here for a little bit, you know, what are some of uh, how has that relationship evolved over time? You know, already having a good relationship. But now, you know, now that you've gotten a chance to build it, how has that relationship with that West Virginia coaching staff evolved? Um, It's been great, you know, especially over the offseason. Just having them um, help me along with my with my journey of baseball and having them there there for me by my side has been really great um, and helping me develop and stuff like that. Okay. So, you know, as a 2025 
you know, you still got, you know, the September 1st of 2023 is going to be that deadline is that deadline where I'm sure you've probably got it, you know, circled on your calendar where, you know, all everything goes away when it comes to all these different restrictions. What are you looking forward to most to that September 1st deadline where, you know, there's not restrictions on you calling the coaches or the coaches calling you? What are you looking forward to most for that? Yeah, for sure. Being able to, you know, freely talk with them. Um, eventually getting to go on our visits and stuff like that is just going to be super, super exciting um, and super excited for that to happen. I'm sure. So, you know, with you being, you know, from Virginia, West Virginia isn't, it's the state right right next to you. I guess, how far are you from Morgantown? Uh, I'm around like three, three and a half hours probably. Okay. Yeah, not bad. So with you being in that, you know, that same region of West Virginia, what are some of those relationships that you have with other guys who are committed to West Virginia? You know, whether that's in your class, maybe 2024, or even guys who are, you know, heading there next fall. What are some of those already pre-existing relationships you have with guys heading to West Virginia? Yeah, so I've gotten to talk with a couple of the guys that are committed in my class. And, you know, we keep in touch on Snapchat and things like that. Um, it's really great getting to talk with these guys because knowing they're going to be be my family in, in a couple of years is it's good to good to start talking with them already. Mm-hmm. So that class of 2025, you know, you guys already got a couple of commits, but I'm sure the West Virginia coaching staff is not done recruiting. So in a way, with you being committed so early, are you maybe pushing West Virginia towards some of your teammates? You know, being like, all right, guys, let's go to West Virginia. Let's go to Omaha. Are you know maybe, you know, playing the role of a recruiter in a way to some of your teammates? Um, you know, sometimes I'll like throw it out there that we've got we've got we've got some chances here. We're gonna be going places, you know. But um I let the coaches do what they what they do. They know they know what they're doing more than I do for sure. But I'll definitely definitely urge friends of mine to go to camps at West Virginia and definitely explore that option. Okay. All right. So digging into, you know, actually on the field play, like I like we talked about before we started recording. I mean, I believe on perfect game, you're listed as pretty much every position besides catcher and first base. So, you know, what is the plan here going forward? You're listening as shortstop, third base, pitcher, outfielder. What is the plan in your eyes that you see going forward to these next couple of years of travel baseball, but then also at that next level playing collegiate ball at West Virginia? Um. So right now I'm definitely trying to be a middle infielder, but, um, you know, it never hurts to be able to play all all kinds of positions, especially having that versatility of outfield and even maybe being able to put in some some innings of pitching work. Um, so, you know, just having that versatility is always great. Okay. So with you being, you know, a primary position player, you know, middle infielder, but also, you know, being able to play different positions and also pitching, how much emphasis do you put on your arm care? I'm assuming it might not be as much as a PO considering that's their livelihood, but for you, like, what does your arm care situation look like, you know, when it is in the off season and also in season when they have you up there on the mound? So obviously arm care is a very big, big issue right now in the baseball world. But for me, I do take around like a month or two month break in the off season um, before I really kick back up. And it's really important that you stay on top of, you know, doing your band work, stuff like that making sure you're throwing a good amount, but not too much to the point where you're injuring yourself because everyone wants to stay healthy during baseball season. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you talk about your ramp up there. What ex- where did this ramp up schedule come from? You know, what exactly is that progression from, let's say, you know, you take that two month break, you start your ramp up process. How long does that take before you're a hundred percent ready to get there and compete there on the mound? 
you know, it's probably like a month or two month process again, where you're, you're slowly getting back to where you need to be. It typically happens right before high school season so that you can be a hundred percent for high school. Um, but it's definitely, it's not a snap of the fingers and you're back in it. You got to be careful just so you're not endangering your arm and stuff. Mm-hmm. So when you are up there on the mound, take us through what that pitching repertoire looks like. You know, what are some of those pitches that you're throwing? Maybe a pitch that, you know, maybe might need the most work. Take us through that pitching repertoire. Um, I'm definitely not a huge pitcher, but I do try and help out when I can. So I usually just go with a fastball slider changeup. Um, you know, I – I've been trying to work on my changeup, try and get it to where it, it needs to be, and that's kind of probably the pitch that I need to work on the most. But I'm not a not a huge expert on pitching for sure. Okay, so let's go ahead. Let's flip that around to you know your primary spot. You know, as a position player, um, when you know when you're let's say you're playing shortstop compared to you know let's say they stick you out in center field, is there a different mindset to when you're playing a different position out there on the field? Um, what does that look like through your eyes? You know, whether or not you're playing shortstop, outfield, third base, whatever it happens to be, what does that mindset look like? Um, For sure, you know, knowing your role in the field and knowing what you need to, what you need to be able to do. So like if I'm a shortstop, I'm, I'm a leader out there. I've got to be, got to be letting people know where they need to be if they're not in the right place, things like that. And um, also knowing where you need to be is also super important, especially at a place like shortstop or center field, because you're you're the captain of the infield or the outfield, and you need to make sure everything's going smoothly. Of course. All right. So digging into digging into you know when you're actually hitting, you know, obviously the most fun part of baseball, in my opinion, you know, that's what I love doing. You know, going hitting some BP. I'm sure most guys are the same like yourself, but digging into hitting a little bit. Take us through that hitting approach. So, you know, let's say you're on the on-deck circle. You're walking up to that batter's box, watching the pitcher, watching the guy in front of you. You know, what is going through your mind? And then what are you trying to do with each at-bat when you are walking up there to the batter's box? Absolutely. So first thing that comes to mind for me is um, confidence. You know, you got to you gotta feel like you're going to go up there and do some damage. You can't go up there and be scared or timid about it because things won't go, go the way you want them to. Um, also, like, you know, the approach at the plate is really just finding your pitch, um, not just hacking out there at everything, but also knowing what you what your job is, especially in the situation. There's runners on base, got to get them over, got to get them in. Knowing your role in the field is super important. All right, so are you a big two-strike approach guy, or for the most part, do you kind of keep it the same no matter what the count is? I do have a, a two-strike approach. I I have a little leg kick that I have um, in the first – part of the at bat and then when I do get two strikes two strikes I do take that leg kick away and I go to a stride I find that um helps me shorten up my my swing and helps me see the ball better especially when I have two strikes and I need to be careful I'm sure so if you could go ahead and dig through your mechanics a little bit you know let's say we can do this you know when you're on the mound as a pitcher and when you're in the batter's box as a hitter take us through those mechanics you know all the way from you know the, the load up to the follow through and then as well you know when you do through take going through your wind up what are some of those mechanics that you have and how have you developed those mechanics over time? Absolutely. So for me, a big um, big part of my swing is my – so a big part of my mechanics is making sure I'm staying centered in the ground as I move throughout my swing. So my forward movement, I want to be – when I get done with my forward movement, I'm trying to be centered on time with the pitch. Legs are in the ground, not popping up in my swing, things like that keeping my hands to the zone and things right. like that. Okay. 
All right, so let's dig through. Let's say you are a scout watching your game, you know, whether that's, you know, hitting, playing the field, in the outfield, infield, whatever happens to be, interacting with some teammates. And on the occasion that you're actually on the mound, if you were a scout watching your game, what would be that personal scouting report that you would write up on yourself? Um, You know, I would try and definitely put out there that I'm a hustler. You know, I'm out there to to do what I can, um, trying to trying to have fun with it. You know, not not getting down on myself or my teammates, having a good attitude. And, you know, I would I would love to say hits the ball hard and far as well. Okay. So you kind of dig into, you know, the strengths of your game there. If you could kind of dig through maybe some of the things that you want to develop most before you head to West Virginia's campus here in a couple of years, what would be those couple things that you're wanting to work on most? Absolutely. Um, I would really like to get bigger. You know, everyone preaches the gym and putting on some size so you can boost up those numbers. And I really agree that it's a big, important part of your game, being strong, especially with the state of how college baseball and the MLB is. You really need to have that strength to be able to play in those um, types of leagues. Mm -hmm. All right. So one last baseball question here, then we'll dig into my rapid fire questions. I, you know, like to dig in beyond the game of baseball. Um, so, you know, going and playing for, you know, a couple elite travel baseball organizations, playing there in high school ball, I'm sure, you know, a couple trainers as well. Um, you've had, you know, a bunch of influential people within your baseball career so far. But if you could choose, you know, two to three people that have been the most influential within your career, who would those people be and what would be the reasonings for them being so influential? Absolutely. So first and foremost, I'd say my my mom and dad, um, you know, pushing me and helping me through this entire process, never, never doubting me and letting me do my thing, you know. And then also I'd add in my um, my trainer, Rob. I train at a place called R&D, which is a Virginia place. And um, I've been, been training with Rob for a while. And, you know, he's really, really helped just progress and develop my game into what it is now. And I really wouldn't wouldn't be the player I am without him or my parents. Okay. All right, so digging into my rapid-fire questions, you know, I have the same set of four or five questions I like to end off every podcast, you know, digging away from the game of baseball, you know, letting the fans get to know you more, you know, as a person, not just a ball player. Um, so if you could dig into, or I guess, you know, let me reword that, you know, when you're not at the, when you're not playing ball, you know, what are some of those passions that you have beyond the game of baseball that help, you know, maybe keep, keep your mind off of things, you know, maybe take away some stress? What are some of those passions you have beyond baseball? Absolutely. You know, hanging out with your friends, um, playing basketball, pickup, things like that, playing video games, just making sure your mind's always right. Um, definitely help me relax, things like that, hanging out with my family. Okay. So digging in internally here a little bit, you know, digging down deep. Um, so when we talk about motivations, what is it that, you know, helps you, you know, get out of bed every morning, continuously go get better, you know, train to the best you possibly can to continuously get better. What are some of those things that you have that, you know, just motivate you deep down internally? Um, My family, man, just trying to give them what they gave me and be able to reciprocate that love that they they gave me and hopefully paying it back as I continue with my career. Okay. So taking that question a little bit further, you know, you keep, you know, going towards, go going further and further within your baseball career, keep making it to that next level, you know, keep showing out for your family. Um, what is that perfect picture of your life look like 20 years down the road. So let's say you'll be what, 35, 34, 35, or no, 35, 36, being a sophomore. Um, just take us through what that perfect picture looks like 20 years down the road. Everything's going right. Absolutely. So hopefully 
hopefully wrapping up a really great MLB season with um, maybe like a wife and kids and a really nice house, you know, making sure my parents are still doing great, still have them by my side, stuff like that, just a picture-perfect dream. All right, so deep, digging down to my last question, you know, the question I ask everybody to end it off, you know, kind of, you know, end off with a little bit of fun. Um, so, you know, when you do head to West Virginia, you're going to get that opportunity to capitalize off your name, image, and likeness. I'm sure you've heard of it. I mean, a big thing in NCAA right now. But when you do get that opportunity, what would be that dream brand that you would love to endorse, collaborate with, partner with, whatever it happens to be? What would that dream brand happen to be? Absolutely. I think this might go for a lot of people, but I think it's really the biggest sports um, brand out there. I would have to go with Nike. Just a classic, being able to represent the greatest, one of, if not the greatest sports brand out there would be a dream come true. Okay, there we go. You know, that is a you know, very, very common answer. Not as common as Lululemon, but, you know, Nike's up there probably <laughs> number two. Uh, but no, man, that is the final question here on the JKR podcast, you know, doing this little 2025 spotlight here for artillery baseball, um, Ajay and him, Ajay and that staff, you know, doing a great job here these past couple of years, you know, bringing you and players like yourself on that team, being number one for that class of 2025. Uh, but no, man, just thanks for coming on the show. It was great learning more about your career and how you're going um, when you head down to West Virginia. Uh, but just best of luck, you know, this upcoming spring, this upcoming summer, and the rest of your career as well. You know, I'll definitely be following you. Um, but no, man, just thanks for coming on the JKR podcast. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. It was a great, great time getting to talk. Awesome. All right, man, you have a great night. And like I said, good luck this spring. Appreciate it.